Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning. This is the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. Hi, babe. Good morning, dear. So we are doing a Facebook Live also this morning while we're recording so that uh, we can maybe be a little bit more visible. People can get to know us a little bit more. So perhaps they'll want to listen to the other podcasts. Well, we know there are a lot of people out there who have questions. That's for darn sure. So as a clinical sexologist, I get a lot of questions sent to me via social media. For those of you who know me through social media, you know that I have lots of different avenues to connect with people all around the world. And I think a lot of times people think that I have time to answer all their questions in a a direct messaging. And I wish I did, uh, but I just can't do that. So, uh, you know, I, I, I am traveling a lot and teaching all over and doing a lot of writing. So my, my schedule is pretty busy. I do have a private practice. So for people who really are serious about going deep and really trying to figure out what's going on in their lives to make their lives what they desire them to be, then please, you know, contact me through my website, my professional drnsp.com website, and let's make an appointment so we have some time. I see all my clients via Skype, which is really cool. Yes. And I also use Zoom. So there's lots of ways to connect with me. I don't see people uh, personally, especially as a woman and being in the sexual field. I want to make sure that we keep it professional. People like their privacy. And people do like their privacy. And if you want, you can even wear a mask. No, because I like to see people's facial expressions. That's really important. Oh, okay. Yeah. The privacy thing is what I was talking about. Right. But if you were to come to my to my home office, if I know you personally, you can wear a mask to the door, but <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. Well, you'd be surprised if people come into the clinic. Yeah. They have a question, sex question. Yeah. And usually we start off with... Uh, of my ankle swollen, <laughs> but nothing or else my, will swell. <laughs> my my wrist is my wrist is swollen. No, it's a difficult subject. It's hard to break the ice and to come up and be frank and ask what you need to get information about and what you need to know. And um, I think that's one of your missions is to make it more easy for people to talk about the sexual time and their sexual life. Uh, obviously, intimate things don't need to be discussed, but otherwise, they're body parts, and they need to be taken care of and maintained. Yeah, it's like a car. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you like that I use that analogy. I do. Yeah. I do. She gets mad at me when I use car analogies in my medical practice, but, you know, they, they really work. Yeah, they do. Yes. Well, and cars break down if you don't maintain them. That's so right. Bodies are the same Gotta way. Got to lube them up. Got to lube more lube. <laughs> put, put more pressure in the tires. <laughs> you have to take them out for a spin every now and then. You can't Absolutely. just let them sit in the garage. You got to exercise your cars. Yes. Yes. If you don't exercise, they get rusty. All right. So I've compiled a list of questions that Mark's going to be asking me as if he's the guy or the woman uh, messaging me. And we're going to see if we can answer some of these questions uh, today online. Uh, Again, if you're in the chat room, um, 
on Facebook right now and you have a question, please put it, you have to put it in the comments. I can't get into the private messaging uh, while while we're on air. So, and I, I won't answer them from there. I'll put them into a, com- a compilation for another show down the road. So if that's okay with you, then you could put them in my private message. So what's the first question? You wanted me to start right on this page here. Wherever. No. Okay. Uh, uh, no, that that's that's the second page. There's the first page. Well, that's why I ask. I should have numbered them. Dr. Nan, I have a question. My wife used to love having, whoa, we're starting off with this, <laughs> anal sex. And now it's like she doesn't want to do that stuff that we used to do unless it's regular. I feel like she's... Real vanilla lately. Any advice? How do I change my wife? How do I change my wife? I, That's a simple. Oh question. gosh, if I if I had a nickel for every time I've been asked that question. Dear, I wish you would change. What? What do you want me to I change? Like my you clothes? To... <laughs> oh, danger! Got to get ready. Get my hands up. <laughs> what so the like? answer to that is. Well, first of all, you don't change your wife. You don't. You you can invite. You can um, you can have a conversation. Mark and I we teach the the Oasis, which is a communication technique to create a safe place for couples to really be able to reveal their truths. And and his truth is that he would still like a little more adventure. It sounds like in their sexual time. And she's become more. Um, I call it the sex routine, where we do things the same way, the same time so on so I, I would say that he needs to have some kind of way to really be able to speak to his his personal desires and perhaps then once she really sees that gosh this is this would be really fun for him to have a little spice now and then then maybe she'd be more open to um, stepping back into that world these are these are related questions okay I want my wife <laughs> to have sex with a BBC how do I make that happen mm. or I want my wife to have a threesome. How do I make that happen? So all of these are related questions. And I think the best thing is to let them know what you're interested in. Let them know uh, via an invitation. And then you just kind of have to let it settle. You just have to put it aside and and have that oasis in a discussion at some later date and see if they share your interests. If they share your interests, you've got a match and you can proceed. Excellent. I think that's so true. You know, we we all, I think we've talked about this before, but I think we all have secret desires that we're afraid to share with our partner because we're afraid of rejection. We're afraid of judgment. We're afraid of offending them um, or them looking down on us, at us because we're some freaky kinky person, you know. And I think everybody thinks that they're freakier and kinkier perhaps than anybody else in the world. And then once you start to have conversations with other human beings, you realize we're all pretty freaky and kinky. <laughs> well, I think in a lot of these cases, they're trying to ask you, how do I set up the situation so that I'll be successful when I ask my wife to do something that I want her to do? Right. And, and you know, that's, doing- that's tricky. You, I'll, and I'll give, you, I'll give you some don'ts here. One is don't complain that you're not getting your way because if you come at at it as a complaint, chances are that's going to be met with resistance and a little bit of rejection. Um, don't use sarcasm. Sarcasm uh, is really never effective when you're trying to 
get what you want in life. It's uh, I always say sarcasm is just truth uh, shrouded in a joke. So people test the waters with how, how honest they can be. But when it comes through a sarcasm, oftentimes it's going to be it's going to be met with a defensiveness or um, uh, insult. So be, be careful how you, how you present these things that you'd like to have happen. Excellent answer, Dave. Thank you, Ben. Yes, yeah, you definitely don't want to do the don'ts. That's for sure. No. Okay. So they really ask this, how do I make my balls bigger? Yes. These right. are real questions. Let's just move Copied on. Copied and pasted. Really? No, I, I think that's because there are, there are some... Um, there are some cultures that believe that the size of your testicles uh, is related to the size of your masculinity or your prowessness or your whatever you want to call it. And so I think that young men, and these mostly come from young men uh, who've been fed this line of crap that somehow that if they make their balls bigger that they'll be more manly or they'll be better lovers or something of that nature and and I tell them you know one is women aren't really all that into big balls um we'll just say it that way and if they're you know if they feel like their balls are really tiny then that could be a sign that they have a very low testosterone. Or if they're doping and they're using testosterone, especially the stuff that you can get on the internet, that can make your balls get really tiny because now you're suppressing your own testosterone-making machine. So, you know, we have to be careful with how we're using some of these hormones, right? Absolutely. They're really testicles, but we can use balls if everybody knows what they are. I know they're testicles. <laughs> I think but that people don't usually call me and ask me. This is just another I? example of people needing to take a little bit more time to get instruction on anatomy right. and function so that they feel comfortable with who they are and they don't feel like they need to make changes. The changes that people go out and try to do to their body can be kind of dangerous. Uh, sometimes life risking. Yeah, I don't know how to increase the size of a testicle that uh, doesn't sound like a great uh, way to go about it uh, you know they, anyway they do have they do have testicle implants I know you something know? for everybody <laughs> you can you can implant anything into your body if you want it bad enough How hey Jess I? Jess from Hawaii is online hey Jess oh this is a common one social pressure again how do I make my penis larger okay. Well, that is a social pressure. It is, because Sad. just just the fact that somebody asked about a BBC, and I have to tell you, um, that just that term BBC, it, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me. I just think that's so derogatory and disrespectful to reduce a human being to the size of their penis. Um, that, that in and of itself probably leads people to want to get their penises enlarged, right? Just because we call somebody that. Well, I think if... Uh I mean, if, if a person advertises uh, and there's curiosity and that curiosity attracts women who want to be sexual with them, the other men are going to be watching and going, well, I need something to attract. I need something special or unique about me. And that starts to the downward spiral. 
instead of just being confident and open and and uh, uh, fun and entertaining. Well, there's there are some anatomical uh, inf- pieces of information that people need to understand, and one is how long is a vagina? Do you know how long a vagina is? I have no clue. Okay, three to four inches is the depth of a vagina. Now, there is expansive possibilities because as a woman gets excited, the uterus does move up out of the way and the back of the uter- the back of the vagina can balloon out and open up. So, one, you have to make sure she's, if you have a penis longer than four or five inches, you gotta make sure she's really excited before you put it in there. And two, more than, more than six to eight inches uh, excited is really going to be kind of a waste. You're not going to get all of that in very, very rarely. I'm kind of embarrassed, and I'm kind of glad that you said that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get ready for a break here, but when we come back, we've got a lot more questions, and if you have any, make sure you put them in the Facebook Live if you're listening. And um, we're having – this is pretty cool. I think this is kind of a ni- nice idea to get well, to do this periodically. Yeah? Yes. Well, you get to see some of the questions I get because I've got some more coming up. Plus, I've got some other things that people do. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the stay-dry barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. This is the Conscious Living and Sexuality Show, and we are live on Facebook. We're also uh, podcasting live on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. So we're all over the place, babe. So we were talking about our trip to Jamaica. You had a great time. I had a great time. And the next question is, I want to surprise my wife with a trip to hedonism. (laughs) I love that question. 
Well, we've actually met met a couple of people in our travels to Jamaica at a hedonism resort uh, who were surprised <laughs> with a trip there. And I don't. I think men might be a little bit more open to that. Uh, the wife, who was the surprisee, was not so thrilled <clears throat> that her husband uh, brought her there. A couple of reasons. One is he packed for her. So, ladies, can you just imagine your husband packing for you? For a trip that uh, that you've never been but, you on, you know, she actually warmed up to the trip afterwards. She did, yeah. But, she, but I she think got you a are groove. kind of taking your life into your own hands there, really. <laughs> you know? I think I so. think, you know, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. That sounded kind of ornery. Um, and I think that the fantasy of going to hedonism is certainly a fun fantasy. You can start there and see if you can warm up to the fantasy. Fantasies are safe and and you can be creative. Uh, they don't necessarily turn out to be reality, which is uh, also kind of fun to see if reality is the same as your fantasies. Right. But the journey toward hedonism can be a lot of fun and it really requires the communication skills that you developed in your Oasis uh, discussion. And Definitely. That, that was the gift for us, it improved our communication because it was a difficult topic. Now, the earlier question, going right to anal sex, I think I'd rather start off with trying to get you to hedonism first. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. He, anal sex seems to be the new the yeah, new sex yeah, uh, I know, I know, path. I know. But but uh, but, the, but the hedonism it's it's a yeah. it's a wonderful. Discussion. So Lisa and Mike just checked in, and they're they're going uh, on their first trip to Hito. Congratulations! And um, they want to know <clears throat> what do we like best about it. Oh, it's it's for me for sure. It's how you dress. I mean, I there's there's so many creative ways that Nancy can dress at hedonism without being judged. Um, she can really sex it up and. It's all for me. I love it. Uh, now, some of the guys that think it's for them, they can get a little confused. But, but I, I just love how she's able to dress. Um, you don't have to worry about the, the clothing police. Right. Or the not clothing police. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing. I mean, it is clothing optional, but you can really sex it up with your clothing. Absolutely. That's one of my faves. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we've been to hedonism now. Uh, I think this was like number 40, something in that in that range. And every time's a different experience. So Lisa and Mike, I would just say, um, go with a really open mind. Uh, go with an attitude that you're going to talk about everything that is going to open up your communication and it's going to make you even wilder and crazier about each other. And um, talk to people, meet people, ask questions. Uh, there's most people that you meet there have been there many times and they're happy to, to help guide you and be your tour guide. Well, and I think reading between the lines of their question, this is our first trip. Mm -hmm. It won't be your last no. trip. Um, hedonism is uh, very addictive so start saving your money the day you get home you'll want to go back yeah it's the most revisited resort in the world so yeah. it's a uh, it's an interesting uh, it's an enigma for sure all right what else we got <clears throat> well um, my wife doesn't want to have sex anymore what can I do oh well you know one of the first things that 
when one person in a relationship stops wanting to have sex, um, generally there's there's some kind of internal crises going on um, because I, I believe that our sex life really is a barometer for our overall life and our overall health and happiness. So if something suddenly changes, uh, it's really important to, one, to ask, you know, what's going on in a loving way to open it up. Because a lot of times um, I'm discovering, especially after the Me Too movement, that when women are triggered long after any sexual assault, they, they go back through some of that process. And that can shut down your sexual desire. So can hormones, so can illnesses, so can certain medications, so can stress and strife within a relationship. Uh, so I think it's important. It's just a, it's a symptom, not the problem. So it's it's, but it's really important that uh, that you feel like you can you can have that conversation in a real loving way, in a caring way, and create that oasis and just say, "Gosh, you know this, I'm missing this with you." Um, can we talk about it? And, and are you interested in trying to find out what's going on and the root of it? I, I think that going through a checklist is important. You have to be a little dispassionate about it and say, gosh, is there a medical problem that's interfering first and foremost? And then after you've excluded the medical problem, then you can go on to more of the, the more difficult social issues, I think, that sometimes sometimes arise and start to change our sexual energy. Mm-hmm. And, Definitely. Um, well, and after, you know, it depends on where, what stage of life you're in, you know, like a, a lot of times after you've had children, uh, your hormones do change, your body's change, you've, you're, you're taking care of these little people, <clears throat> you're not getting enough sleep. So uh, I think one of the courses that I teach at, at like at Naughty in New Orleans and on the cruises and, ar- and around the countries um, is sex through the ages. And it really goes through the sex stages of our lives and how our, the, what's happening in our lives can affect our sexuality and our interpersonal connection, our intimacy. The monogamy is our default uh, style of relationship. It's very common. It's 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 the simplest uh, initially to start a relationship. So it's kind of the default relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have uh, talked about the responsibilities that you have in a monogamous relationship. Can you comment on that? Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times uh, monogamy is thought more about what people aren't supposed to do or what we're we're saying you shouldn't do and very often we don't talk about well what am I agreeing to do and consensual monogamy really is a statement that I want to be um, uh, sexually monogamous with you emotionally monogamous with you I want to make a commitment to you that I will do my very best to make sure that I can meet all of your sexual needs because I'm saying to you I don't want you to go anywhere else to meet them so I better be ready to meet them so that discussion becomes more important than ever because um, you should be able to have an open uh, conversation especially in a monogamous relationship that's that's the default that's the easiest and but start so start having those discussions well, and we all have the, we all really have a birthright to have a great, happy, sexy life and to have good sex. I mean, sexuality is one of the most natural things that we do. We eat, we drink, we breathe, we sleep, 
you know, we process food and we have sex. So, and it's, it's a, it's our playtime. It's our pleasure. It's a great stress reducer. It's, it's uh, healing. There's so many positives to it that to, to take that out of the equation or to tell our partner, well, because I don't want to have sex, that means you can't have sex. We just had one of our Facebook. That's not very nice. I'm sorry. Yeah. We just had one of our Facebooks. Uh, people say they've been to hedonism 32 times, and I think that what happens when you go is each time you'll see a little different side. So it does tend to to spice up things because it's a little different every time. But going 32 times speaks to your conversation about having date nights. Yeah. Because you don't want to wait a whole year or however long it takes you to save or figure out how to beg, borrow, or get yourself to hedonism. So what do you do at home? You should have those dates. We could call it, we have hedo nights. We do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do. I like I like okay. to play with her a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we do. Yeah, dress up, dress up in your in your fanciest, sexiest heater wear, and uh, and have a sexy night at home. I mean, it's it doesn't have to cost a lot of money to have a sexy relationship. So here's another question: um, My sex is not the same as it was when I was younger. What's going on? And I'm going to answer that one and say, okay. Oh my goodness! Thank God. I like having sex more than three to four minutes. <laughs> Thank God you do. <laughs> I think I think uh, the largest sex organ is your brain, and uh, you can definitely expand your sexual horizons and and keep it fun. But when you're first learning, there's a lot of intimidation, uncertainty. You don't know you don't know yourself, and you certainly don't know the other sex or the other partner that you have. So. It's uh, more difficult the younger you are. I think you're right. There might be more experimentation. And, and, um, of course, then you have the ladies that like the younger men and the men that like the younger women and all of those things. But, uh, hey. I think, what, I think what's more important is um, is the intent and the connection. And, and if your intention is to... Be in to to do what you can do to please your partner, and to be open to them pleasing you. It can create a huge shift in your relationship and in your sexual time. So it's you know it's taking time to just experience pleasure. And I take I have a lot of people say to take uh, orgasm off the off the blocks as a goal, and make pleasure the goal, because then you. It's, you don't have performance anxiety and you don't have the stress of, oh, my God, am, am I not doing it right? Um, well, and don't you be really so just hard on those young men. Go enjoy it. <laughs> take it. Take it off. the I'm sorry. You All have right. to. You always have to look at life and look at your advantages. <laughs> and if you can diss the younger, the other group, then, then diss You started bit. to say younger. You're in trouble. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get ready for another break here. Um, we have to give our sponsors their their love and time, too. I made you laugh. You always do. Yes. All right. So we're here at the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. We're talking about sex questions. Send in your questions. We'll be right back after the break. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized 
the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure, personalized. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Stay tuned in and turned on to a sexual evolution here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. This is The Conscious Living Sexuality Show with myself, Dr. Nancy, and Mark. Dr. Mark? So, Mark is a medical doctor. I'm a sex doctor, and... um, we kind of cover all the bases here with talking about health, wellness, and sexuality. How to keep it fun, how to keep it light, but also how to keep it healthy. And safe, yes. And safe, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about that uh, during the break, about being aware the STIs are out there and you have to be careful. You have to uh, protect yourself. If everybody protects themselves and looks after themselves, in a sense, you're looking after others as well. So, yeah. so um, be responsible. And the more we practice um, communicating and, and setting up that oasis in our relationships, it becomes much easier to take that oasis out into other relationships as well, because you've you've practiced with this with the person that's most important in your life, right, your partner, and. So you've developed a communication style and how to be honest and how to say things in a way that can be received in a positive manner. And you get over your embarrassment. We've teased before about years ago, I did a column on condoms and I made Mark say condom about a thousand times on a radio show because he was a little squeamish about saying that word and you got over it. Absolutely. Can you say condom now? I can. I can. You know, you come up with these phrases. I didn't what? say condom. You wanted to hear, hear me say that. But, um, you know, Nancy likes Just to create you. new words, and she also is starting to c- try to create viral phrases. And one of your phrases, now I'm going to give you uh, five words to describe what irresponsible ejaculation is. Mm. Ali, five triggers. words? Yeah, so go ahead. Only five words. Irresponsible ejaculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Men... Who don't oh, that's two. use condoms. There you go. <laughs> you did it. Everybody cheer, Nancy. So, all right. I'm so, the queen of too many words. <laughs> so, 
briefly describe what irresponsible ejaculation is and why you came up with that phrase. Well, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, the, the, the hot topic right now in the world is abortion and the laws around abortion and women's rights to their body and when does the fetus have rights and all that, all that, okay. We would completely wipe out the need for abortions if men responsibly ejaculated. Think about that. Women can only get pregnant about two days a month. Men can impregnate 24-7. So I can't, I can have an orgasm, I can have great sex, and never get pregnant. I, I don't impregnate myself with an orgasm. It requires a man's orgasm for us to get pregnant. So if men put their ejaculate in responsible places, they would never be unwanted babies. When you say responsible places, like I a know condom. what men are thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, my vagina is not a responsible place if you're not wanting to have a baby with me. Uh, I think what this speaks for is, is that the, the common belief that there is no birth control that men can use. And you firmly believe that men should bring condoms to the party. Yes, their penis. That's exactly right. And so you do have the option. So there's really no one who gets caught. Or what's that phrase? I'm dangerous with phrases. But, uh, you know, when you you all of a sudden discover that you're going to be a parent, you go, darn, I wasn't ready for that. Uh, And you say, I got caught. But that, that, that isn't really... What happens? No. Uh, most of the time, people aren't being responsible, and and they make a a, a person. And uh, I think that you know, let's let's do our part and use condoms and prevent some of these unnecessary abortions. They, you know, yeah. technically they all are kind of sad and unnecessary. So. I mean, I can tell you from a woman's perspective, when you find out you're pregnant and that wasn't your intention. There's no good option. There, you, there's no going back. You can't take. You can't. Your body, your life is going to be forever changed. So remember that phrase: irresponsible ejaculation. Yes. Hashtag and, irresponsible and, uh, ejaculation. And and I think I don't I, think I wonder if they would ban me on that. One. I think speaking to men, especially if you're in a casual relationship or even just a brief one night stand, you cannot depend on the other person being responsible. You have to take yourself and be careful yourself, be responsible yourself. That way you're not dependent on them and vice versa. So here's a great uh, question. So then what happens if a guy doesn't bring a condom and he says he's clean? Well, that's a great way to have a, a, a child. Yeah, if you want a baby. I mean, if you're still, if you're, if you're, first of all, if he just says he's clean um, and you don't know him at all, you're taking a risk. And just uh, masturbate in front of each other and have sex that way. I mean, there's lots of ways to be sexual with somebody that doesn't require penetration or ejaculating inside of your body in any way, shape, or form. So you can still have fun sexual time. You just don't just don't let those things happen. We have to protect our bodies, right? I mean, we only get this one once. 
And so, you, you know, I know it's tough to have those conversations when you're horny as hell and you want, I think, oh, there's Adele from Singapore. I or think, she's in London I think now, that, I think. You know, yeah. although Nancy firmly believes that the man should be responsible for himself and bringing the condom, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that ladies cannot also have condoms because sometimes the, the, the energy, the, the, you know, I, I, I think that the more prepared you are, the less likely you are to get in trouble. All right. Here's, here's what happens, though. So the guy doesn't bring a condom, right? That means he doesn't want to use a condom. You say, I've got a condom, and he says, that won't fit me. Well, we know how that goes. <laughs> We've all seen people put condoms over hands. When I, when I was in uh, school for my, getting my doctorate degree, uh, my teacher brought out a regular condom, just a regular size condom, um, and he put it over his head, uh, down to it here, and he blew it up. <laughs> and he's like, if this will fit over my head. It'll fit over your penis, I guarantee you. So I think I think yeah. that that's the one of the sacrifices that we make, uh, especially during the, the the younger years when you are able to have children. Um, you know, sex with a condom, people don't seem to like it as much, but that's the advantages of having a more intimate relationship, a monogamous relationship, a relationship where you can move on from some of those issues but otherwise it's irresponsible and you know look at the numbers of people who are having children that did not plan and did not want to have them or 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 go on and have an abortion we're really on a mission i think everybody should be on a mission to reduce the number of abortions and it you know the number of unwanted pregnancies has gone way down and the number of teen pregnancies has gone way down over the last 20 years so we do know that something is doing something's working let's keep going yeah so let's let's just keep that going but we also know that stis are kind of creeping up in certain pockets uh where people are doing more oral and anal and they're thinking that those don't need to be protected because you can't get pregnant right but you can still get an sti oral you're you're seeing much more oral um gonorrhea right right well and syphilis and syphilis um, yeah so, yes, uh, you have to protect yourself. It's, it's a personal responsibility. And then there's a social responsibility, but start with the personal one. If we all do our part, things often get better. I have to say hi to Gary. I haven't, we haven't seen him in years. We met him at Hato 3 many moons ago. How you doing, Gary? Truth, humor, common sense. All right. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so it's our, really fear, but uh, the humor <laughs> comes out. <laughs> All right, so we have uh, we have three minutes till the break. We got another another question in here. Um, hi, baby, send me a picture. I love the, if you're if you're sexy. All right, yeah, I, that's not a question, but that is a comment that I get a lot because I post some sexy pictures, and if you read what I write with the posts you'll get the clue that it's not for men. It's not for uh, having wanting those in exchange. Uh, my mission is to empower women. And I believe that empowered women empower women. And so I'm not a spring chicken. I am not a 30-year-old or even a 40-year-old. Uh, so 
and I feel sexy and I feel vibrant and I feel confident and I want young women to know that sexy doesn't have an expiration date. I don't know why they just don't ask me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's irrelevant what you think. <laughs> no, that, that, you, that you don't have an expiration date. <laughs> oh, Cecile just joined in. Yeah, you don't uh, have an expiration date. And No, we don't have an to, expiration please, date. Please, please go to Nancy's YouTube channel and watch the video that she did on Sexy Doesn't Have an Expiration Date. It's called it's, you, you Won't Shame Me. Yes, please watch that because there is a lot of shaming as people get older and there's still there's still a, a person inside that body. There's a soul. So yeah. respect it and know that we're all out here to have fun. We're burning days. Let's keep it going. Well, and we're all aging at the same rate. Dang. You know, <laughs> we're all moving along on that trajectory. So to think that I'm somehow better because I'm younger than, than an older person. We've uh, already covered that. What? You're better now. Oh, I'm better now? Yes. Oh. Experience. Life oh. experience. Ex- can't, you can't, can't, can't put a price on experience. You can't put a price on experience. You can't rush it. It's, no. it's it's and all, you can't teach experience. You just all, have to get experience. It's, it's those hard-earned. <laughs> it's those hard-earned knocks. Knocks? Just don't knock me up. <laughs> <laughs> With your irresponsible ejaculation. Holy moly! <laughs> so you've got to keep circling around. <laughs> all right. So we got some more questions uh, coming up. Uh, <laughs> it's right. nice to meet you. You look. Cute, and I like all your pictures. Yeah. Okay, well, of course they do. All right. So if you have another question, put it in the the chat. Um, And Lisa and Mike say, sex gets better with age with us. Yes, it does. I totally agree. Practice, practice, practice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Just got to keep perfecting it, right? All right. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to do our, I think this will be our final segment. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've lost track and uh, keep the sexy talk going we'll be right back Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology relationship coaching and is a health intimacy and communication specialist Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR empower love and reawaken Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them she focuses on women's health teaching them about their body right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. listening to the conscious living show 
To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. We're listening. You're listening. We're talking on the Conscious Living Sexuality Show. And it's Mark and I here. And I asked before the break what people thought about us doing the Facebook Lives. And people are liking that idea. So maybe we'll keep doing this. So what's your favorite line when you want to ask me to have sex with you, dear? (laughs) Uh, I don't know what my favorite line is. All right. Do I, I don't think I have a line. <laughs> I just have to look at you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I just have to give you that look. Like, let's go. <laughs> I think you say, let's sit on the couch. Oh, I didn't know that was the line. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you would take anything I said as a sign that I wanted to have sex. Okay. Hey, baby, it's time for dinner. You're thinking, all right, let's bring it on. That must be a code word. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, you, I think there are a lot of men out there who think exactly the way I think. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. What? That anything we say is a sign? <laughs> yes. yes. If I'm not saying no, I'm saying yes. Yes. Oh, okay. We got to talk about that. That brings us to our our uh, Me Too segment. <laughs> yes. Wasn't that clever? <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? I, that was a total accident, dear. So what you do you think? What do you think about consent? I mean, we you get questions <laughs> about consent because the Me Too movement has created an, an angst and a nervousness, but uh, the nervousness really should be around people who have power over the other person. That's where you have to be careful. If you're on an even playing field, which is very important for us to get to. Absolutely even. Yes. That's a whole other topic. But if you're on an even playing field, then you don't have to worry about Me Too. You just have to get consent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Me Too. Yeah. I mean, well, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ponder that for a minute. You're referring your brows. I am Botox is no longer working. It's making <laughs> me <Botox>. nervous. <laughs> All right. So Richard wants to know, what's your line, Mark? What's my line? <laughs> That's a good question. I'll come back to that in just a minute. Let me think about my favorite Blushing. line. Yeah. yeah, I think, well, I take I take liberties. So there's two things that I do. I'll make a suggestion. I'm very much into fantasy. And sometimes I'll surprise Nancy with a fantasy that I know is safe and that she's excited about. Or we've kind of subtly talked about. I mean, I've had some good ones. And then sometimes I'll just uh, start, uh, we, we like to play with fantasy, so I'll start a fantasy and then I'll be curious to say, what would you do if you were in a situation and I pretended I was, uh, didn't know you at a bar and I came up and started talking to you. And then the man next to us also thought that we were uh, kind of sexy and started to talk with us as well. And that might start a fantasy for us. Yeah. Fantasies are great. Even though we're at the bar at home. <laughs> Laurie's there. Say hi, Laurie. So I, 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 I usually try to, to do it through, through fantasy. Through fantasy. And and we've also done some really, uh, really erotic. Um, uh, Mark will have the massage table set up with, you know, the a lot of sensual experience things ready to go to make a sensual experience and he'll surprise me with that uh, I think you know anytime that you 
you know your person's uh, desires or things that, that please them, if you can surprise them with something that will give them that gift, that can start a whole great experience. Back to that man earlier that asked about his wife doesn't want to have sex anymore. I, I oftentimes will ask the men, if the men, because it's a man asking me what sex was like before she stopped wanting it. You know, did was it creative? Was it fun? Did you guys, you know, was it a high priority or was it just a routine fall in bed, poke something in a hole and irresponsibly ejaculate (laughs) and, uh, you know, call it sex. Because most of the time women, they need a little warm up. They need a lot more than just put something in a hole. So, well, that's a question, uh, you know, how, how much warm up does a woman need? Well, we're all different and it's different, different at different times. I mean, you could be warming me up all day just by teasing me with your talk you know right right yeah. with the fantasy right well that's why they're they're fun and they're safe and actually i'm going to start an instagram channel that you've encouraged me to do and it's called oh what is it sensual domination yeah. fantasies because that's kind of my favorite theme so if you're interested in joining me on that nancy will put the word out when i finally get it started i think you just Put it out there. I did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Got to be careful. I feel naked. <laughs> you are naked right now. <laughs> but I think I think fantasy is a great way to spice up a person's life. And it's safe. It's fun. And, you know, you just have to stay respectful even within a fantasy. Oh, definitely. Well, it still has to be consensual. And that's where that conversation has to keep going. You, you know, we we like to have our push our own boundaries, but it's... We really need permission to be able to push another person's boundaries. We need to know what what they're wanting to have pushed. So it all still has to come back to that oasis of communication, being safe, feeling comfortable, and knowing that if you get your if your boundary goes too far and you're not comfortable, that your partner will absolutely respect that line and not not make you feel bad about it. Yeah, consent. Um, I've often told you in the past, as you've studied these relationships, that the men like to know where they stand with women. They, as soon as they, they, we enjoy the, the, the play towards sexual time, but boy, once we know that it's going to happen, we often start to relax in our minds. But uh, so I think the consent can be very helpful for men because it can also the opposite side of it consent is an invitation. Right. So as soon as a person's ready, if they'll just reveal their their interest and their readiness, um, that is a, a great way for consent to evolve. And the more the more we culturally um, equalize the genders. Uh, I think this will happen more readily because women have been hesitant in the past to put out an invitation for fear that uh, guys always want to be the chaser, right? And so we've 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 tried to walk that fine line, not really understanding that it really needs to. We we all need the same playing field, you know. We need to know what are you thinking. We all want to be desired. We all want to know that we're not infringing upon somebody else's private space or pushing somebody's boundaries or making a pest of ourselves. 
So you can practice consent, and and I think yes. that's fun. And um, um, you can get creative with that process. But you just like Nancy having me say condom a thousand times, we have to say consent a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And it is it is so much better once you have that understanding with another person. Consent is so freaking sexy. I mean, really, when you absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that this person wants to be with you and wants to experience you and wants to, uh, you know, go into this space with you and they're speaking it enthusiastically. Oh, my God, there's such a relief to that. And then you can get yourself excited. And then just practice your jokes, because when it goes south and you really <laughs> don't get the answer that you want, you can laugh and say, <laughs> you know, just getting practicing my stand up comedy um, uh, and um, and move on. If you're in a relationship, just cover up your bruises with makeup. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't beat each other. No, of mm-hmm. course not. No, it's no. It's all karate. Yeah. All my bruises come from karate. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of karate, while we were in Jamaica this last week, Mark taught me some new moves. Uh, he's a fifth degree black belt in Kenpo karate. And uh, so we were playing at the beach and because, uh, you know, how some men don't understand that when you walk up and you put your hand on a woman's butt, that that is kind of her private spot, and you need to not do that without her consent. So if you want to so see, so don't do that to me. <laughs> so if you want to see what happens, you could test me. Go to Nancy's YouTube channel toward the end of the week, and you'll see a demonstration. Oh, can I throw you to the ground? Absolutely. All right. Yeah. So there's a great move, ladies, and at my exotic lifestyle retreat event in June, I'm going to be doing a little teaching of a few moves for self-defense. Because I think every woman needs to know self-defense, especially young girls before they go to college. Please, parents, please, please, please put your kids in some kind of self-defense workshop, something. I took a workshop years ago with one of my daughters. I still remember it, and I've had to use it. So, guys, practice your consent. Otherwise, you might be looking up at the sky and laughing. Uh, Not laughing. (laughs) With the heel of my shoe in your belly. <laughs> oh, ouch. Don't get violent. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to get assertive. Am I going to get the last word in there ever? No. Okay. Just... <laughs> All right, love. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a break. I guess we have one more segment. No. Till close. Oh, my God. We're almost done. All right. Well, this has been fun. We've got uh, more coming up in the next week. So check out the YouTube channel, uh, The Sex Host Doctor or Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce. Uh, Come back to the Sexy Lifestyle Network and check out all the great shows that are on here. Uh, Go to Sibian.com and check out and see what a Sibian is because believe me, it can change your life in lots of positive ways. And then call me if you want to know how to use it. Thanks for the great show, babe. Excellent, dear. All right. A lot of fun. And thanks, everybody, for piping in on Facebook. This has been awesome. And we'll be back next week from Southern California. I don't know that we'll video, though. The house is a disaster. Oh, it might be fun. Okay. All right. All right. Remember to love hard, laugh more, and kiss longer. Love you, dear. Love you. That was too quick. All right. We'll be back next week. Bye. 
Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way. When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe. Mystery Vibe is where the best of humanity and technology combust into your pleasure. Personalized, the world's first body-adapting vibrator. Crescendo adapts, bends, wraps, and vibrates in your every curve and crevice. Use solo, duo, trio, or more. And with an app control that commands your pleasure across 12 presets. Oh, and you can even make your own vibration. Crescendo is adored by all, from feminists to Forbes. Go to mysteryvibe.com now for your pleasure. Personalized. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.